0: Everybody, We are back with another episode of great news, which is where we focus on people who are good and help other people and just give you a sort of a boost of uh, to restore your faith in humanity, because people are not all as terrible as you see on the news.
1: No, in fact, it's quite the opposite. It's usually people being good, but the news likes to filter out the negative because that gives you ratings. But Kevin and I, we're not about that. No, we're about spreading love. We're not about ratings at all. So, Nope. (laughs) <laughs> Don't is, subscribe to this podcast. Is that what we're saying? It's clear. Uh, here we go. Intro. The show's about to begin, bro. Say hello to the happy goodbye to the blues, because Kevin and Mike just gave you all the great news.
0: You got an abbreviated version? I'll take it. Sure. We got business. Mike, now. I'm going to introduce you to a five-year-old out of Rhode Island. Okay. He is. Uh, his name is Ryder Killam. Come on. and Come on. Right or kill him. Yeah. yeah. Right or kill him. He um, can't walk. He has some disease that keeps him in a wheelchair. And he catches the bus every morning to go to Dunn's Corners Elementary School. And it's not addressed in this story why the family does it this way. Must be that the parents are going to work or something. But it's like you see the little hut. There in the video? Okay, so that's what the story's about. Um, They would push him out to wait for the bus. And then the kid would just sit in the elements and wait for the bus.
1: And that's not cool in Rhode Island. That might work in Simi Valley. Why? I don't know. I don't know
0: why they didn't wait for the bus to push him out. but But he did end up sitting in the rain a few times waiting for the bus because he couldn't He couldn't wait to see the bus because it takes him too long to get out to the bus. So he had to be out there. And first they put up an umbrella and that sort of worked. But then watch how this story turned and how the community came together to help this little five-year-old.
2: For the past few weeks, when five-year-old Ryder gets ready to head to school, a beautifully built bus hut. It's become his fort. It's little Ryder's little man cave. Is where he waits to get picked up. With Ryder being in a wheelchair, unfortunately, you know, it's about 75 feet from the door to the bus. He's not the typical child that can just run out when the bus comes. Initially, a patio umbrella was used to keep him dry. But with the winter weather approaching, his family asked for help to get him something more suitable. So we actually put a post out on Facebook just looking for friends that maybe knew somebody that had one that um, we're no longer using. Perfect when word got over to Westerly High School. I think my first email is absolutely, we're in. Dan McKenna's construction class.
1: The construction class at Westerly is the best class at Westerly.
2: Went to work to prove that true. I think it's very important for my students to learn not only the aspects of just construction but of being involved in the community. Mason Heald took the reins making it his senior project.
1: Because it's not just a shed, it's kind of I'm, I'm helping out somebody.
2: He drew up blueprints approved by the family and made everything ADA accessible. Ryder's older brother is also in the class.
1: We all worked r- really closely together and we all communicated pretty well.
2: Home Depot donated $300 worth of wood and the Killums purchased $600. Mr. McKenna's construction class donated countless hours of their time. They all work together for a common goal and they really They all work together for
0: a common goal his entire class. Isn't that, did you have shop Mike? Did you have wood shop or shopper?
1: They did, they they still had, they still had like the infrastructure to do the shop classes, but we right. didn't have it. Because they didn't think you could do it? No, I just, they, I think by, you know, the 90s in high school, they just, it's one of those things, California public schools, especially LA public schools, they just budget cuts or whatnot. You know, they're like, if we're going to get rid of something. It's fucking shop.
0: We had shop in high school because I went to high school in the 1940s. And right. um, we had. You're I building mean, cotton I, gins. Why am I telling this story? Our teacher um, was a little person. Our shop teacher was a little person. This is. Okay. So, so one day uh, we walked in and he wasn't there yet. And so we were being funny to, you know, listen, we were freshmen in high school. We were being funny by, by looking under chairs and looking under like, like a book and on the floor. Is he in there? Are you in there? Um, just being assholes. <laughs> and it turns out that he was sitting behind the desk and we just couldn't see him. Oh, so he heard the whole thing. So, the whole thing. <laughs> he heard us looking, looking under chairs and <sighs> under a, ba- a backpack. Uh, I'm, listen, that's why we do good news and we point to other people because we're not exactly great role models.
1: Well, okay. That's that's will, my only memory.
0: That's my only memory of shop class.
1: The the friends I have that are little people, though. Yes. Almost uniform. I mean, I'm talk, we're not talking about a huge sample size. But, like, if you think of, like, Brad Williams, mm-hmm. like, they grew up their yes. whole life that way. You develop a certain sense of humor about
2: the Oh, no. He found it
0: funny. Yeah. He did find it funny, but he also kicked us out of the class. So... <laughs> He laughed. He said, "I get that all the time." Peace out. We don't need you in our class anymore.
1: Uh, oh, oh, that's a good story. So, Thank you. Yeah, Wolf that's a great story. story.
0: But let's remember the one before, where the where the shop class actually got together and made a hut for a little five year old in a in a wheelchair. That's a
1: better story. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> here's here's one. Uh, every once in a while, we cover truly like miraculous. Um. Performances of a of a hero, an everyday guy or gal becoming a hero, okay? This guy, Jonathan Bauer, he decided to take kind of the long way home from work and he had picked up his 13-year-old daughter. Okay. They're in Osawan Bay, Ocean City in uh Maryland. They're driving over the bay over this bridge, and he doesn't typically take the bridge. And there is a horrifying accident okay oh, no. uh, like numerous cars super high speed devastating accident okay he gets hit with such impact that look here's here's a picture oh, that's his car on man. the on the uh on the right
0: halfway over the divider
1: so he gets his hit car with such impact half. that the windows blow out on his car. So he's got his daughter in the back seat. He makes sure she's okay. And she was unscathed, which was unbelievable. Wow. Okay. He just at that moment, after he checks to see that his daughter's okay, he looks over to the other side of the divider and a, a another going the opposite direction, a, a truck, like a, like a 18 wheeler jumps the divider and starts. So there must've been, you know, some type of, Road obstruction or, or black ice, who knows? But it, 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 he jumps the divider and then smashes into other cars. So it was just horrifying, oh my right? Oh God. He goes to check on the truck driver who gravity is keeping his door shut from the force and the gravity. So he can't get out. But the driver's yelling, he said, Go into the water. He's go look in the water because the driver, when he saw the impact, in front of him, saw that a car that got hit had a car seat with a baby in it fly oh out God. and go into the fucking water. Okay, so this is devastation time. This wow. guy Bauer, just a dude. He's not like a he's not like a Navy SEAL. He's not like a fireman. He's a guy. He walks over, runs over to the bridge, and he sees the car seat in the water. And six feet away, there's a baby just fucking floating. And at wow, the time, the, the baby is head up. So he's like, okay, um, he's looking for first. He yells to his daughter, get a first responder. He looks back. The baby is now tipped over and his face down in the water. <sighs> so he just, he said he acted on impulse. And he jumped close to 50 feet into the shallow water. Wow! Luckily, he was he was super bad impact, but he was okay. He so I so like God was looking out. I uh, listen. And I'm he, sure
0: he didn't know how deep the water was either. It could he had have been. no
1: clue. He I mean, it could have been three feet. He could have shattered all his legs. Yeah, and he just without thinking, he jumped in the waters sub zero. It's Maryland, you know, in winter. swims over, uh, pats the baby on the back, and gets it coughing again. Puts it on his shoulder and then one arm swims to a boat on the way over who has no idea what's going on and completely save this baby's life.
0: Wow. Wouldn't you like to think you would be that person?
1: I, I of course I would like to think it. Right. But I'm always trying to think. Until you're in that situation, you don't know you don't how know. you would react. But I, I do believe if it was a per like an adult. I don't know, but I do think I, I, I strongly believe it was a baby. I would do that too. Yeah, I think so too. But the, so the too. thing is also, I, I'm a shitty swimmer. <laughs> like, I don't know if it would work out well for the baby if I was the one trying to save lives. I mean,
0: maybe if you just floated face down and put the baby on your back. That, I mean, you'd go, but the baby would be saved and the baby's younger. So that yeah. makes it all good. The funny part
1: was when when all the dust settled, they talked to his daughter on the scene and they're like, can you believe that your dad did that? She's like, I'm so proud of him. But you have to understand, this is the guy who won't go on Ferris wheels with me because he hates heights. Wow. So he just something took over him and he's a hero, a real hero. Wow. No kidding. That's amazing. That is a crazy
0: story. I love that. Uh, My next one is really bizarre. They say that one in three people get uh, scam calls, scam phone calls, one in three, and it's most likely higher than that, right?
1: It has to be. So that, there was a, that's, not, that's not globally, because if it's America, it's- It's got to be way, bit, way three, higher. Three times a day, everyone yeah. gets one. Yeah, it's crazy.
0: And most of the time, you can never trace them back to where they are. They're just scams. They're just trying to get your money, and they're going to disappear, and- you're out whatever money that is, and for and unfortunately, a lot of older people fall for that and say, "Oh yeah, this sounds like a good idea," and so they target older people.
1: That's the so was, that's the prime demographic of of yes of phone scams, and it's like there's got to be a special place in hell for you to go. Like, mm, let's see, uh, Boca Raton, there's uh, Palm Springs. Let's call there. We know there's a lot of old people. Yep. Yep.
0: But you're not going to believe this story because. It's not possible, that's why. It's just, it doesn't seem possible. There's a guy named Stephen Ira Adams who owns an insurance agency in Louisiana. And he got a call from a guy saying, "Um, do you want to buy a gift card? We have a gift card, it'll only, you know, however those work, it'll only cost you 25 bucks, it's worth 50. So if you'd like it, we're selling that to you. And and the kid was um, calling from Africa and this insurance agent stayed on the phone with him and talked him out of his career.
3: Watch this. What? But the man on the other end of the line was at a call center in Ghana, Africa. And he was asking Adams to purchase a gift card.
4: I said to him, what you're doing right now is, is a scam. You are targeting elderly Americans and it's not right. And uh, I said, when you
3: get off, call me so when he called you back did he continue to ask you for money
4: Uh, he did not ever ask me for any money ever again nope he did not he asked me for mosquito nets malaria drugs educational things
3: the man asking for that was prince anderson he's from a small village in ghana as the oldest son in the family when his father died he took on the duty of caring for his sick mother and for supporting his younger brother through school it has now been five years since they first spoke and anderson and adams are still in touch over facetime
0: the kind of love he showed me you know the things he sent me you know the money and the care of love you know my mom and everything the love he
4: showed me it's it's overwhelming
3: prince anderson is now 25. Stephen ira adams is 41 and he's a dad to two boys He told us he also sees himself as a father figure to Prince.
4: I told him to quit that call center, and he never went back because he found out what it was about. Hmm. Some of the people working there I found out don't even know what's going on. Um, His next job after he quit that call center, he was washing windows at the airport.
3: As of today, Prince Anderson is now working for a private security company in the capital of Ghana. And in a twist of fate, his brother, Isaac Anderson, got a scholarship to Howard University in Washington, D.C., where he recently started his freshman year. And when the dorms closed for winter break, Adams invited Isaac to spend Christmas with him and the family in Alexandria, Louisiana. How do you refer to Isaac?
4: Isaac, sometimes I say
3: son. Now I say my
4: dad. Yeah. You call that. him your dad. Yeah, he seem to be my father because the kind of things he's doing for me, care and all that. He's a top man, like really top. A yeah. tough man.
0: Isn't that the most? It's I don't even. It's hard to imagine that story. It's, Talk, it's talking to a phone scammer. Perfect. Saying, it's a perfect what example
1: of truth is stranger than fiction.
0: Yes, what you're doing is a scam, and the guy didn't know it. And then he helped him. And then how does his brother, Prince's brother, comes to school in the United States? And then the guy invites him over for the holidays and. Prince's brother thinks of him as a dad. That's a crazy story. What a good
1: man. What, what a good, good man, man like, indeed. That is, that is... I mean, I'm mind-blown. What a when I get, story. When I get
0: scam calls, I can't hang up on them fast enough
1: and block the them. The only time I, I stay on longer is to cuss them out.
0: Right, or mess with them. One of the Got two. You. But for the most part... Can't get off the phone fast enough. And he said, listen, I want to tell you what you're doing and what you're doing. And maybe you don't need to be doing this. And turned his whole family's life around.
1: That is. Which is crazy. Remar- That's a great story. I'm glad you picked that. That is really uplifting and beautiful. There was one sketchy moment, though. Oh, no. What was
0: the sketchy moment?
1: To me. Because the guy, and I, I absolutely, look, I'm sorry, stereotype. But he had that deep Southern accent. He was in Louisiana. And he, and uh, he's like, I just wanted to help him make sure you get. And then they go, and um, what do you refer to him as? And I'm like, oh, oh, whoa, whoa. Like, uh, <laughs> let's take son. Uh, let's take boy. Let's take that right, all. Uh, and then there's a couple others that I won't even say. Take those right off the list because my, my <laughs> I heard his accent.
0: Yeah, of course. Of course. But it didn't go that way, Mike. As you know, it actually changed that guy's life.
1: It's it's beautiful. I I I was just making a little joke, but that is truly such a remarkable story of caring and love for other people. To and also look, it's so eye-opening, right? This is a guy who clearly is struggling financially. Who everyone I think can relate to that. Most people who's supposed to be
0: re- providing for his family.
1: And um you go, hey man, can I can I send you some money for help or can I say, and he's like, no, actually I need malaria. I I would love my family to live. So could you send malaria drugs and books? You know, like I'm all for everyone working to always call bullshit on the U S and other, you know, developed Western countries and, and to, to be painfully aware of the flaws that we have. But on top of that, you should also really appreciate the upside. <laughs> you know yeah, saying? no like, kidding. He's like, I just really love malaria vaccines. That would be awesome. You know, I know new car would be cool and all, but iPhone's great. But uh, I'd love my daughter to live. You okay. know, that'd be that'd be that'd be cool because uh, out here we don't have that. We don't have that. We don't provide for. Th- <laughs> yep. And
0: mm-hmm. you and I would have hung up on that guy. And this guy, um Stephen Ira Adams from Louisiana, took the time to actually talk to him and change their lives
1: beautiful man beautiful story i am so glad that i'm taking that exceptional story of human kindness and <laughs> it- something bad's coming no, no. It, it, you know what kevin is educational because that I means something have, bad's coming Heads for the up. existence of great news yeah we have pointed out that cats are so much fucking more evil than dogs okay correct and then of course we get the cat owners who tweet us and DM us and write, and, you know, and they're like, And they're upset. My cat's amazing. Oh, my
0: cat's the best. My cat's You don't a understand exception.
1: my cat. I, I bet you did. I don't want to harm cats. Cats are right. fine. I just think it's silly that there's often the comparison because dogs are so much better. They're so much right. more loving. <laughs> they have more instinctive kindness, and if cats went through some hulk, radiation beam or they got bit by spider-man spider and they were able to grow they would fucking kill us all and like (laughs) okay that's the thing that's true look at this sweet old dog i mean i'm talking old rickety dog all he wants to do is get on a goddamn bed with his cat and watch this cat as if he was asking to 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 slit his throat. Look at the look on this poor, angry cat's face. Look, he's like, oh, just, I'm just, I'm old. I'm just gonna scooch. i right gonna back up onto this, mind. and the cat oh. is like, Are you Shh. out of your goddamn mind?
0: That's a dog he's bed, though, Isn't go- it? God, isn't that his, his bed? Thank you.
1: Look at this poor dog. Just let me Didn't sit it? in the corner of my own bed. Do you understand that cat could go on any couch, uh, go on the table in the back with that other cat, his little cat buddy, but no, he spreads out like an asshole and then looks at that dog like, how dare you? And that poor thing had to be like 18 years old. He was like, oh, I just wanted to get up here on the bed.
0: Listen, I can back in if I have to, but I sure don't want to. He He thought his life might end right then.
1: Right. It was all I want to do is relax. And that cat could not for one second. F you cat. I hope you're still alive. Sweet, beautiful Chi Chi. Listen, uh, it's just a fact. It's just a fact that we're
0: able to acknowledge that cats suck and dogs are the best. That's just that's how we roll. All right. Um, you always you think what you're going to be like when you're an old person, right, Mike, when you get old?
1: Yeah, well, because I I am that way. When I was eighteen, I was like right, I sure. was just like wearing cardigans and didn't want to go out and do anything. Same, yeah, same.
0: Um, this eighty two year old grandpa, we all did something different in the pandemic. We all filled our time somehow, watching mm-hmm. TV. Th- there was a variety of different things that you could do. I started writing a book, which I still haven't finished, and I'm tired of, but I'll eventually get to it. But this I started guy, a cult. This- I started. Did you? Yeah, it's great. Is it a sex cult or? Yeah,
1: excellent. How's it going? Uh, it's it's great. Prime directive is all women have sex with me. And right, of course. No that's all. Else.
0: That's all sex cults.
1: Yeah. Okay. Good. Okay.
0: Yeah. So that's working out for you. This guy is uh, named Don Morton, and he is the grandfather of two from Scotland, and he's eighty-two years old. Eighty-two. Yes, and he is an avid skier and rollerblader. Dude. 82! How did he use his pandemic? Learn to skateboard, (laughs) just like you and I would. Dude, Scottish people are
1: gnarly. Yes, watch this.
2: (laughs) I took up skateboarding six months ago. I have a long history in inline skating and one of the skaters suggested why not try skateboarding for a change and I thought yes that would be a good idea, something new (laughs) to do during lockdown. Who does that? It's 82. Skateboarders attach an importance to stickers and I found a very appropriate one for me on my board here which I put on there. This is a couple of old folk. Attempting to skateboard.
0: (laughs) Good for him, man. How crazy is that? I want to be that guy. I want to be that guy who, when they tell you at 82, you pretty much learn what your life is. You've learned what you're good at, what you're bad at. You don't go, yeah, you know what? Something that that, uh, potentially dangerous sounds great. Let's learn.
1: I do think I should give it a shot. (laughs) <laughs> I love that he was like so like he wasn't he, if that was an American 82 year old he would have been like yeah dude I'm just shredding you know he <laughs> just re- remained being an old Scottish gentleman but he's like oh I thought I'd give you <laughs> he also that. picked a
0: sticker making fun of himself for doing it
1: That's, that is amazing and it, I it, it really dude. does go to show you it's such a kind of cliche thing to say but so much of aging is just about perspective, you know? Yep. And I mean I certainly have so many friends where the other day, it wasn't the other day, it was like a year ago, but uh I was filming something and <laughs> 15 girl, years ago. Oh wait a minute, it was an hour ago. This girl who was like a production assistant, she uh was helping me film I was sitting sitting upright and she was trying to help something on my wardrobe and she had to keep kneeling down to pull down like my shirt and my, my uh, shorts so that the mic, the lapel mic wouldn't get all screwed up. Right. And uh, every time she's like, Oh God, I can't do this anymore. And I, and I was like, what's what What's going on. She's like, I'm just old. And I go, how old are you? She goes, I'm 39. <laughs> go, I go, I'm 42. I did fucking Muay tie this morning. Like, what do you, what do you mean? And I, and honestly, it's just like perspective, like how you, f- you're, you make a decision. And that guy at 82 is like, "Oh, I'm gonna start skateboarding. You know? I'm gonna start something dangerous right now in the middle ah. of the pandemic. I'm in. I love this that. one's a little longer, Kevin, but right. I will warn you, it's it's long, but yep. stick with it. There's there's so much here. the the, okay. the the overwhelming charm of the kids, little kids, the actual love and romance there. It, it works on many levels. This is two fifth grade teachers in the same school." Mm-hmm. addressing their classrooms with an announcement and a surprise. Check it out.
4: Quiet, please. Eyes up here. Before, before Mrs. Dudley talks, okay, think it's about time we've addressed something. Okay? Raise your hand if you have heard a rumor about Miss Parker and I. Okay. <laughs> Hands down. Hands down. Who's the brave one? Raise your hand. Who can say what that rumor is? Emily, what's that rumor?
2: You guys are dating. Okay. There is a rumor.
4: There is a rumor going around that Miss Barker and I are dating. So it's about time that we address that, I think, because I had a couple kids come up to me at recess today and was talking about it. Okay. The answer is yes, we are dating. We are a
1: little bit more than dating. Oh wow. <laughs> more than watch, watch this! We're <laughs> <You're>
4: swinging. <laughs> and... You know the sixth grade quiet teachers? Quiet, <laughs> please! <laughs> we are a little bit more than dating. Because bow, I am bow. completely in love with her. <laughs> and... oh, I heads. was wondering if
1: Miss Barker would
4: like to become Mrs. Cypher. <laughs> Get down on one needle. Who poses in front of the class?
1: <laughs> the female teacher is just crying her eyes out. She of course says yes. The class is now lost. Their heads are actually blowing up. <laughs> <laughs> I just think, like, you and I have always been critical of, like, the public, uh, yes. um, the public um, proposal, um, but that one I just thought was so special, Wait, A, a because of him, him, he had to say, will you quiet down like that? Yeah, He was just, at one point, he was like, come
0: on, I'm trying to get to
1: something here. <laughs> and she is crying her, her eyes off, she had no idea that was coming. And the kids' reaction, every, it just escalated more and more. We're a little bit more than dating. Ah! Right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the kids were so just out of their minds. Just at the fact that they were dating, <clears throat> they lost it.
1: Yeah. Oh, that and that beautiful. was, that was like big rumor around the school. You could tell. Yeah, of know? course.
0: That was, uh, that was a beautiful story. I
1: like that. That That's was a great one to of... end on. Please subscribe, like, tell mm-hmm. a friend. Everyone should do their part with good news by, A, letting more people know about it so that more people can get happiness in their life, and, B, if you have a great news story, submit it to us. We've had personal great news stories sent to us. This one lady – this one young lady sent us a story about her grand, her father, who is a war veteran, who now, even though he's disabled in his elder age, he devoted his time in the lockdown to making canes for other, handmade canes for other veterans, and that just came out here. That was her life, and she knew that was an uplifting story. Submit them. I'm at Mike Catherwood. Kevin is at the Kevin Writer. Um, and here comes your outro. <clears throat> outro. You know what I'm talking about, bro. Say hello to the happy goodbye to the blues. Kevin and Mike are here to give you great news.